that. Start the recording. Start the stream. Save this. And ready? Yep. Going live. And we're live here on Facebook. I would like to welcome those listening in podcast land. And as always, I'd like to welcome my buddy Rich. Rich, how you doing this week? I'm doing good, Mike. So, uh, weather's been kind of somewhat warm one day, and now it's back to being a little bit cold. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, overall, pretty good week. No snow. It's just... Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time temperatures. out. Speak for yourself. I worked three days this week because we had two snow mm-hmm. days. Wow. We got eight inches of snow. I don't get the snow. snow days. I don't get the snow days very often. And it was so. blowing so hard that you... Yeah, they... They shut down interstates and highways up here, so pulled the plows a couple of times. It was bad. Wow. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but that's what you get. Oh, that's what hey. kind of you get of living up north, though. But I signed got... up for it. I did. <sighs> totally, totally accept my fate. I totally get it. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I'm just I'm telling you. You were saying how you, uh, you didn't get much snow this week. We did. Well, we didn't. Well, probably we. I don't think we got any. Yeah. We, I don't think we got any this week, really. Uh, Mankato, where we go to uh, to our Sam's clubs and all these on a regular basis. Eighteen inches of snow fell in two wow. days. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It 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 was a little cray cray, but we made it through. We our driveway is now accessible, our roads are passable. We're back at it. Good, good deal, good deal. Um, so kind of a light, light topic list on the shows this week. Exactly, exactly. We got some things that we can stretch it into. We got some things. This isn't going to be a sports heavy show, but it's going to be a fun show. I think. I got a plan. I got okay. a plan for derailment, uh, and uh, it it's gonna be bigger than the the, the Dewitt derailment, but not quite as de, as big as the Ohio derailment. We're okay. not gonna poison. I'll, I'll go with it, Mike. We're not gonna so poison entire as... watershed and destroy ecosystems, but we're gonna get distracted for a while and close down some roads and have some fun. Gotcha. All right, Mike. So we're we're gonna be going into the NASCAR corner because we got to talk about the Daytona 500 and the Pala Casino 400 out in Fontana. Mike, what are where maybe what are some other odd odd topics that we're gonna have? What are some other filler topics that may or may not get covered here on the show this week? We're gonna on time. we're gonna talk about AA Ron and everything going on in the quarterback carousel that is the NFL right now. Um, we may touch on the NBA All-Star Game, and guess what, Rich? Baseball's back, and we're gonna be watching. Hey, man, it's baseball back. All that All right, Mike. But what should you do? Or should I do? Mike, why don't you go ahead and roll? Okay. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Okay, before we get into everything else we're going to talk about this week, we're going to talk distraction number one, the poll question. Rich, this week it was Mr. Brightside versus welcome to the jungle um where did you vote i went with welcome to the jungle um because we got what fun and games we got everything yeah and i I also and i also think that mean welcome to the jungle has more play yeah across other sports where i think 
I found Mr. Brightside as a tradition that kind of gets done at uh, Michigan football. Saying, I know we got some Michigan fans. Yep. But, uh, yep. And none of them voted on this poll question. Not, none of them voted. But not even, none of the Couture's voted. Uh, no, no. Well, they didn't vote for that. Let me let me see. Did they vote for? Okay. No, no, they didn't. I oh, mean, okay. I voted. So I voted for okay. uh, coming out of my cage. I'm just doing just fine. Because you're Mr. Brightside. I'm Mr. Brightside. Gotcha. So, Mike, who who won? Uh, welcome to the jumbo. It was a forty-two okay. forty-two victory. Um, yeah, you uh, you your brother. Ken Moreland and Sean Herlili uh, all voted for uh, for Welcome to the Jungle. You know what? I don't blame you. It's a great song. You hear it. You get pumped. It seems like a song that you would listen to uh, if you were doing, like, if you're trying to pump up a crowd. I don't blame you. But I love the Killers. And that's I, – I literally – this week – like most weeks, I try to vote for what I think is awesome at a stadium. This week, mm-hmm. I 100 percent voted for my the song I like more. Gotcha. All right, Mike. Uh, so this week we're gonna go with the house is a rockin', going up against Apache. Jump on it. Yeah, this is gonna be a little tough. Uh, they both have special place in my heart, but uh, I think I know what I'm gonna vote for. We'll see. All right. All right so do I. So do I. Okay. All right, Mike. So that's our poll question. You can vote on that at uh, Fans of Balls and Sticks on Facebook or on Balls and Sticks, the podcast on on Facebook. And if you want to be notified when we put our uh, our weekly poll questions, when those are published, make sure to um, like or follow those pages. Yeah, Rich. Um... I'm going to call an audible here. Let's go to the NFL. Okay. We're going to we're going we're going to change things up. We're going to talk NFL right now. Um and we're going to talk about Aaron the quarterback okay. carousel. All right. And we're going to talk a little XFL. All right, Mike. So you, you you pivoted you 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 uh you pivoted us to this direction. So where would you like to start? Uh, well, uh, let's start with uh, the A. A. Ron story. All right. So A. So Aaron Rodgers um went on the last his last known public appearance on the Pat McAfee show. He was talking about how he was going on a on a four day darkness retreat. Yep. And this was something that he's had on his schedule for months or years. It isn't something that just popped into his head. You know what? I'm just going to screw with the media and say that I'm going to go on a darkness retreat. And um, I'm going to do it after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So this darkness retreat, I mean, is he sitting in a room in the dark? Is this kind of like one of those so chamber a- things where you're kind of floating in water and... It's a it's it's In more darkness. than that. It's okay. It's not just that. It's a guided, meditated time in darkness. So he mm-hmm. has a guide, I suppose, is what you would call him, uh, who is uh, there to help him find inner peace, which is kind of what the purpose of. Um, Hayavaska or whatever yeah, thing that he did last year. Honestly, I mean, you and I both know what he's looking for. He's looking for the answer and, and something to fill that hole in his heart. And there's only really one thing that does it, and that would be Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so he's going to continue to do these outlandish and ridiculous things to try to find his inner self and blah, blah, blah. You know what? Your inner self is terrible. Nobody wants... You don't want to know your inner self because the heart is a wicked thing. That's what we're told. But that's what Aaron's trying to find. It's not going to be... 
he's not going to – I mean, it's not going to be great, but uh, that's what he's looking for. And, uh, you know, good luck to him, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, so what did you feel about his comments talking about uh, on McAfee show saying, you know, I don't, I don't know what rumors you're hearing about where I want to do, what I want to do, what I – where I want to go or where my next step's going to be. Because obviously if uh, if you're talking to one of those people, they're not in my inner circle. Because only my inner circle knows knows totally what I'm feeling about. And if you're hearing reports, they're, that they're not one of my guys. I so would, it's all this drama that you he's know what? producing. No, I is, totally is think it's an accurate it? thing. Like, I was watching SportsCenter this week. Was it Sunday that I was texting you about it, or was it Monday? Sunday night. I was watching Sports Mm -hmm. Center. And they're like, Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets? Oh, let's talk about... They're making up stories. Oh, yeah. They're making up stories. This is the problem I have with the way that sports media is. There is nothing to talk about. We're going to make up a story? You and I, like, I'm not here to make up the story of what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. I'm here to tell you that what he's doing and how he's trying to find his his inner peace isn't going to work. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm not here to speculate on where he's going to go. By the way, you know what my speculation right now on where he's going to go in, in next year? Green Bay. Why? He has a contract. He has, what, a $42 million contract? Yeah. So you think another team, team is going to be willing to take that on 100% of that? Oh, plus draft picks to get him in a trade. Right. It's not It's not a situation. He's not, he's not in a situation like Derek Carr is where he's a free agent and can literally choose who he wants to sign with. He's under contract. Aaron Rodgers for two more years. is going back to Green Bay. He's got two more years on his contract. Even if they wanted to get rid of him, they they either have to buy him out, and I don't know what his buyout is, to get him to retire, or they have to trade him. But there's a no-trade clause, so he has to approve the trade. Are you looking up to... Actually, I don't know I thought, if he has a no-trade th- clause. I'm pretty sure he did. If he didn't, that was dumb of him, and he needs to make sure next time he gets his no-trade clause, and anybody that didn't get him a no-trade clause deserves to be fired. But I just... I don't get it. Why would you... Why, why do we think he's going somewhere? Because they didn't do well this year? I don't know. I mean, I, I get your point by saying that uh, totally about the talking about things um, like having the things like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Jets. I mean, I like those types of stories talking about, well, these are the teams that make sense for Aaron Rodgers to go to, where they kind of list off pros and cons. And at the end of the article, based on the information we presented, the best fit for him is this team. But ultimately, if you're if you're the Green Bay Packers, saying all oh, we want multiple first round draft picks, multiple multiple draft picks to trade Aaron Rodgers and his in inflated contract for his age to you. Hey, Rich, and, I, I got some and questions I don't even, for you. I don't even think if you're another if you're another team, do you want to give up that draft capital to get a guy that's going to bring all the drama to possibly at the end of the year go? Well, I'm going to go into this sort of retreat. And I, at, at the end of it, I may or may not decide whether I want to play next year. And then you're on the hook for the cap charge of this contract, yeah. of the last contract year. Yeah. So so let's look at some things. Their record was 8-9. and nine. Okay. Well, you're right. The last three years, they've been uh, before this late year. So 2019, 2020, and 2021 – they were 13 and 3, 13 and 3, 13 and 4. They were first in the division. But let's go the two years prior to that. 
In 2018, they were 6, 9, and 1. 6, 9, and 1. That's a pretty terrible, third. by the way, third place in the division. So was that the year that, that was that Mike McCarthy's last year? Yes. And yes. then LaFleur came in and they went back up to being the, yeah, the class yeah. of the division again. But, but let's look at 2017. They were seven and nine. Oh, okay. And then before that, they were six, uh, 10 and six, 10 and six, 12 and four, eight and seven. Like, yes, Aaron Rodgers normally gets double digits, but he had some, he's had multiple years. One, two, three, two. We'll go. We'll, we'll skip this here. We one, two, uh, three, four, f- four years. I want to say. Five, five years, five years in their division, or five years since he's been there, that they've been sub-500. Oh. Yeah, that's a little weird. People have down years. Can we let... Aaron Rodgers was playing at MVP level in 2020 and 2021. That takes a lot out of a man. He's not thrilled with the way the team works. But then last year, when we all thought he was done, he went and signed an extension for three more years for like $100 million. Why do people, what, Rich, what actual evidence, actual evidence is there that Aaron Rodgers is actually going to leave this team? Thank you. You've presented all of the actual evidence that that Aaron Rodgers is going to leave this team. Any pundit out there, any pundit out there that says, oh, he's going to, he's going to leave this you are doing it for clicks. Get out of here. Let's actually talk about what the evidence shows. He's got a contract. He's going that says he's playing in Green Bay. They they said they sat down at the bar, ponied up and paid the bill. And they paid him pretty good. Yep. I mean, the other thing that I have with Aaron Rodgers is that if you trade for him, you know he's not going to come in and do any additional off-season activities yep. that he's going to have to. So you saw how much that he struggled with his rookie receivers that he had no experience playing with because he chose not to do mini camps. He chose not, and he chose to do the bare minimum in the in the mandatory training camps and preseason games. So are you going to expect the same results if you put him on a team that has a better receiving core than he does? You're, it's going to be a team where you see an Aaron Rodgers team struggle to begin the year because he's still learning the offense and getting used to his new receivers. Yep. You're never going to convince me that it just, it doesn't make sense. Aaron Rodgers is under contract until 2026. Like, I mean, I personally, I mean, I almost think his best interest is to stay in Green Bay and ride it out. He knows his receivers now. How about how about this? If he leaves, if he leaves, if he leaves, I think there's going to be more of the pressure on well it wasn't it was it was it a disappointment that the team gave up all these resources just to either finish with the same record or slightly better and they lose in the wild card round with this new team one where is aaron rogers so so let's 
let's take away. We're going to take. I'm, I'm not even talking football wise. I'm going to talk outside of football. Where else is Aaron Rodgers going to be able to be Aaron Rodgers and not get the flack for being Aaron Rodgers? If he goes to New York, he all of a sudden is in the biggest publicized football market out there. Yes, I understand that the Cowboys are quote-unquote America's team and they get talked about. But when it comes to a fandom, the Jets fans are the most fickle, angry, and unapologetically loud fan bases out there. If you fart on the sidelines and they smell it, they're going to complain that you did something wrong. Why does Aaron want to go there? Well, he doesn't have a choice. Really? He's under contract. He can say, I want to, I, he can say, I demand to be traded. I want to go here. Like so he, there so may he have, doesn't there have, could have a, been uh, the discussions. I don't think he does have a, I, I was a no trying trade to clause. look into it. I mean, if they don't, that's good. Good job on them. Um, Oh, so yeah, he he apparently can be traded. Okay, that's oh man, man, that is. I don't know. Why. Oh no, I guess I guess you're right. He does have a no trade clause that he could lift at his discretion. Right. Okay, that's what I thought. So, so I guess you are right. I'll, I'll see that. I'll give you credit for that one. Yeah. Um, so I guess in a way, if he said, so he could say that I demand to be traded and I do, I want to, I demand to be traded. I want to go to this team, yep. work it out. But the, still the Packers are under no obligation to do that. They could say, well, we talked with this team. The compensation isn't there. The compensation isn't there because they, they don't have to. They don't have to, just because he's been a franchise icon for them, they don't have to pay that courtesy of honoring his request yeah. and trading him out of town. Brett Favre didn't want to go to the Jets. He wanted to go to the Vikings or a different team. Did the Packers honor that request? Nope. They traded him off to New York because they didn't want him in the same in the same conference. What team... What, name another place where you can go and play as terribly as Aaron Rodgers did this year and still be loved by the fan base. I mean, outside of Chicago, we just have terrible quarterbacks and we're used to it. So being a terrible quarterback is just part for the course for us Bears fans. Let's be honest. I think the one kind of franchise that sticks out to me is a guy that he could just go in there and he would be better I'm not saying better. I'm not saying better. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm, okay. Saying I'm, I'm gonna if, go better than the, if than he the previous went, quarterback. It, but 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 basically, I'm saying Green Bay fawns over their quarterbacks as if they're the great, they're God's gift to the earth. Nobody else does that. Nobody else. Though there is no accountability for Brett Favre in Green Bay. Why does he want to go anywhere else? I'll stop arguing that because I think I've made my point. There's no reason for him to go anywhere, and there's no reason for the team to trade him. Now, back to your point. Where would he go where he instantly improves the team? I mean, instantly improves it because he's better than the incumbent guy if they didn't trade for him? It'd probably be the Jets, but I'd have to think the uh, the Tennessee Titans. Okay. He could step right in there, and he'd be an improvement over the next guy. However, I also think that no matter where he goes, whether it's a small medium market, a, a, a mid-major market, or a major market, if he doesn't get them to the playoffs or advance in the playoffs further than they already have gone, like if he goes to San Francisco because they're not confident in Trey Lance and Brock Purdy to be healthy enough, and so they right. Let's bring back the gold, the California boy, back to San Francisco, the team that he grew up rooting for, and let's see if he's the missing piece that can get this get us to the Super Bowl. 
if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, that's going to be a failure. It's going to be looked at as a failure if he let he didn't meet our expectations. Yep. Just like it would have been if when Tom Brady left to go to Tampa. He Here's delivered. Here's a question. He delivered, so it, it's his time in Tampa is not seen as a disappointment. You just brought up another one, by the way. Tampa doesn't have a quarterback. Well, let's wait. They don't. Let's wait three more well, weeks. They might have a quarterback again in three weeks. We'll we'll wait. Tom might still come back. Let's let's not let's not kid ourselves here. But currently, they don't have a quarterback. So, would that be a decent fit? It could be. It could be. I did just just thoughts. <clears throat> By the way, and that's where I'm at. Where's the number one fit that he will be at? Green Bay. Green Bay. I don't like it. He is a great quarterback. Whether or not he had a good year or not this last year. By the way, I I see him again. Like you said, he has the experience with these guys this year. He understands them. He can communicate with them. Maybe some of them are willing to go down to Peru and smoke some ayahuasca with him. I don't know. I mean, the other side of the coin is, is Green Bay fed up enough that they might lower their trade expectations? But he doesn't have to, to go. get rid of him. Is he going to be willing to go anywhere that he doesn't want to go? So does it matter whether or not they lower those expectations? All right. So so one one question that that I heard drive, driving around town yep. um, on ESPN Radio this year is that if you're a cute quarterback needy team that might have interest in Aaron Rodgers, is it worth waiting around for Aaron Rodgers to make up his mind on? whether he would want to play for you or whether Green Bay will make the decision to trade him to you to wait around to see if you can acquire him or do you sign a guy like Derek Carr that could be better than better than your previous quarterback just because if, well, I'm waiting on Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's take, a good question. Take the, take, take the judge example. Let's say, you know, you, know, you, you bring you, they've brought in Derek Carr. Yep. To talk with them to, so they could find out the inner workings, meet the coaching staff, see their vision for how he can fit in the offense. By the way, how sad for feeling him. Good about it. The only team he ever wanted to play for is the only team he's ever played for, and it's the only team he ever wants to play for, and yet he can't retire. He, he could, but he's choosing not to retire because he's still good enough to play. Yeah. So if you're a team like the Jets, so maybe. So if I'm the right. Jets, honestly, I take him. I take I I would I'd hire him today. Cause if and I again I hate harping on the same same style of argument, but if Green Bay was going to release Tom Brady or was if Green Bay was going to release Aaron Rodgers, and they they felt confident in Jordan Love. Why would they sign a three-year extension that goes past the date that Aaron Rodgers or that, that Jordan Love's fifth-year option would even be able to cover? So now you have to pay him like an actual quarterback? Yeah, I don't. Get, I didn't get that one either when they said three if, years. If, if you signed Aaron Rodgers to three years, Jordan Love, you should have put Jordan Love on the trade block. Jordan... Jordan Love, I think, is more likely to get traded than I think Aaron Rodgers is. Because if you think Aaron Rodgers, if you thought Jordan Love was ready to go, you would have never signed that extension. You would have let Rodgers walk out that door. You would have said, let's go. We're ready. Bring in, bring in Jordan Love. You would have never signed that contract. So you obviously don't think that Jordan Love is ready to go. And if you do, then why did you ever sign that contract? You have no excuse. Can you think of anything? Am I missing something here? I don't think you are. I mean, the only the only train of thought that you have along that is that 
Aaron Rodgers was your face of the franchise at that time. He still is the face of the franchise, and he gives you your best guaranteed chance to win. Okay, but and if the only way he was going to come back was a contract extension or reworking his deal to give him a little bit more security and back off of the whole, I want to be traded, and you're just now telling us this two days before the draft or making demands of, I, I need some offensive weapons or I, I need a wide receivers. I need wide receivers. If you're going to give him that contract, it's because you believe in him and you think he's the way to go. You gave him that yeah. contract. You They're dealing with it. There is no way, no way that they are gonna that that they're gonna want to trade him because they don't think Jordan Love's ready. Give me one good reason why you would sign that contract, and and if you're gonna tell me it's because he's the face of our franchise, well, isn't your hope that Jordan Love was gonna be become the face of your franchise? And if you're ready, if you think he's ready enough, or if you think he's good enough, isn't it time to bring him in? Yeah, well, I agree. You got to make that decision to bring him in sooner or later. So, because so now you're because now you're past the point of his rookie contract being an affordable, cheap contract because he's only making more yep. and more money. Yep. I, you, the longer you, you he sits on the bench, the longer he sits on the bench, the less trade value he has because nobody else knows what you know. Yep. Seeing him in practice and running the scout team every single day or yep. running the training camps because Aaron Rodgers doesn't report doesn't play in preseason training camps you can't do so it more on that later i'm sure we're gonna have more on this later it won't be the last time we talk about aaron Rodgers because sooner or later i'm sure either one of three things is going to happen i'm choosing to retire i've given all all of the game that i can and i'm ready to move on two i want to be traded and here are the teams i'd accept a trade to or three i'm going to return to the green bay packers and then making the decision of how does Green Bay take that news. Yep. That's what's going to happen out of all of it, and okay. at least in my opinion. I think that that's the that's the three the three or four scenarios that are going to happen. They're going to play out in this situation. Yep. So still plenty of t- plenty of things to talk about. So you mentioned the XFL, Mike. Did you watch any of the XFL action? Nope. Neither did I. Were you surprised of the coverage or the lack? of coverage that they got on sports center since espn since the disney family of es of networks is the broadcast partner for the xfl yeah that that was so that was one of the things that you and i were talking about and it, it, i was watching the espn and they were talking about aaron Rodgers' seclusion darkness thing and what it means and did the the he's going to the jets thing before they even talked about the xfl yeah when they're when they when employees of the of espn are the ones calling the games yep and they're producing the content i mean i I don't know if i by the way probably wouldn't expect i probably wouldn't expect the xfl to be their lead stories on uh, on the um, I guess on on the Sports Center, but you'd think that all right, we we produce this content. You'd think maybe they'd find a way to work two or three of the plays from those games or highlights into those games into being in like in the Sports Center top ten. But you said one, one play. Yeah, one play made it, and they covered it like in the middle of the show, showing highlights yeah. of the game. In the second segment, about two thirds of the way through the second segment, it was terrible. Okay. Um, so the reason I brought up the XFL, the real reason, okay. Paxton Lynch. All right. What about him? Other than he was a former Broncos quarterback and draft bust from the University of Memphis that yep. didn't work out in the NFL. So he got benched in the NFL. All, in the XFL already? Well, he then went to the CFL and he mm-hmm. started a couple games and he got benched there. And then he got picked up in the USFL. And you know what happened there? He got benched. He did. Well, this last week, he started the game for the Guardians in the XFL. And you know what happened? Did he get benched? He got benched. The first 
quarterback in history to be benched in all major professional NFL or professional caliber uh, leagues. Well, well, I don't. It doesn't sound like he's been to the arena league yet. Well, that's not a major or the indoor but, football league. <laughs> but yeah, that's. I think that's where he's heading next. So, see if he's gonna. He, he might make a stop in the Quad Cities. Uh, see if he go can catch a game with Paxton Lynch getting benched in uh, a Quad City uniform. Gotcha. So I guess one more quick hit before we uh, go to the NASCAR corner. The NBA All Star Game. Oh, you want? Okay. I, I, I wasn't necessarily going to quick hits. I was. Oh. I, w- I uh, wanted to do might the. Might as well keep going. We might as well. You brought it up, but going. I was bringing it up. So, I brought the Aaron Rodgers thing up because I knew we could make it to 35 minutes just because of all the Aaron Rodgers stuff. But yeah, let's get to the uh, NBA All Star Game. So the NBA All Star Game was uh, Team, Team Giannis, Giannis winning one one eighty four to one seventy five. When are we going to hit two hundred points in the All Star Game, like by one team? How did they not make 200 points? Well, nobody plays defense. No, nobody plays defense. By the way, I have a plan for how I, when I get to coach the the NBA All-Star game. You ready for it? What is it? We have, we have our, our Tolkien defensive player. Mm -hmm. He goes down. He's the only one that goes down to the defensive side. And all he does is he chucks the ball down the the court to one of our guys, and they take a three-point shot. Mm. And then after that gets made, the other guy, their, their one defensive guy does the exact same thing. And we just do that back and forth to see how many points we can make. Yeah. Like, so, is, so it, the... is it any different than what we're getting in, with the All-Star game now? Not really, and uh, and I guess Michael Malone was the the coach of one of the teams. Just flat out said after the game, this wasn't even a game. Nope. But, but do you I mean there's nothing on the line in the in this All Star game? It truly is like a celebration of basketball. But is there Go any t- play? Time out. Time out. Tell me another sport that puts something on the line for their for their All Star game. Nobody does anymore. Okay. Then to say that there's nothing on the line other than pride, that's that's what any of those games are. By the way, what's on the line for the XFL on Sunday? Like truly, what's on the line? You're playing for pride, but maybe okay. the show that hey, you might be able to make the NFL. Okay, but you what, could make an NFL. But when roster. you're playing, winning the Super Bowl, what does it give you? Money and an achievement that you're a Super Bowl winner. Okay, but that's just pride. To say that there's nothing but pride in, involved in a game—that's all there ever is in any game. It doesn't really matter. Is are we gonna cut somebody's head off if they lose in the in the NBA finals? No. So basically the only thing on the line for the NBA finals is you get that big shiny ring and pride. I agree. It wasn't a game, but you know, we're at an all star game isn't supposed to be a, like a traditional game. Yep. Game where you're expecting hard-nosed defense, drawing up plays. By the way, why not do a three-on-three game? Exactly. I think that could be a little bit more fun. Instead of having two team captains, have four team captains, and you play a three-on-three tournament. You play a three-on-three how, how about we like do, the NHL does. How about we do three-on-three games to 21 like like they used to play back in the day? Not not like you played on the playground. Three-on-three, mm-hmm. best to 21, first to 21, do a tournament style. More guys are going to get more playing time. Two games on at once, side by side. Half court game. Ooh, dude, that's what you do. You do it as a half court games. And both games, are, two games are going on at the exact same time. Like, 
that could be fun. I mean, the NHL found a way to make the All-Star game more interesting by having it being the four conferences choosing a team and doing a conference tournament and making it three on three. Yeah. The that NHL could use, has... I like your idea of doing that with, with the NBA. Have four team captains. Yeah. And don't even worry about having four have coaches six. do the team. Have 16 captains. Oh, yeah, because you got about, what, 14. You got 12 on each side. You got 24. So you got 24. Yeah. Why not? It'd be more fun. It'd be different. There might actually be some basketball being played. Don't need coaches. You just got three guys going out, having doing the best they can. Let's do it. Okay. Um, but that's all I got on the NBA All-Star. I didn't bother watching it. Didn't watch any of Neither did I. Other festivities like the three-point contest, the dunk contest, the rising star games. But that's it. Anything else? Um, I guess we'll kind of – We'll come back to Are the... you ready to go – are you ready to go to the NASCAR corner, Mike? Rich, I do see what's coming up, and it is a left okay. turn. And let's keep making left turns as we head into the NASCAR corner. Presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out on Fifth Avenue for all your sports memorabilia needs or on their eBay store. Once again, that is Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. This week, we had the Daytona 500. Your winner, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Rich, your pick of Ryan Blaney finished eighth. And Mike, your pick of Brad Keselowski came in 22nd. Yep. Giving me a one to zero lead going into the Paleo Casino 400 over at the Auto Club in Fontana. Rich, how so much of on the, the game... fantasy side? Go yep. ahead, Mike. I was going to ask, how much of the game did you watch? I, I watched the entire race start to finish, no NASCAR nap. Oh, I totally took a NASCAR nap, bro. <laughs> I needed that NASCAR nap. I was exhausted this week. I don't know why. It, but, it was good. Or, I don't know. My, my wife in the background is saying, no, you took a NASCAR nap. Uh, but we watched most of the race, I think. Okay. Most of it. Okay. So on the fantasy side, Mike, we're up to eight players in our league. Um Mike, I think for the first time that we've done Fantasy NASCAR together, you were the top point getter for the week. No, I have As been top go. point getter for the week at times. I just, okay. This is the first time that it's me being in the lead and the top point getter. I have gotten top point okay. getter. It just I was so far behind it didn't matter. All right, so you got 167. Uh, Dufo got 143. The Funkhouse came in with 121, which tied Jordan the Supus at 121. I came in fifth uh, with 116. Jenna Beans got 90 points, and Jeffrey the Stroop got 82 points. The Easer Ease did not place an entry. I so will Easer Ease. If you're out there, make sure to set your lineup and play along. I way. will send him a message because it the fantasy NASCAR doesn't send a message about it. So I'll send a message to him uh, after the show and be like, "Hey man, you you forgot. I don't know if you want to do that this year. You're still in it. Oh, I can remove you." But so um, I mean, it was a fun, it was a good race, a good race all along. Really clean race for the were... for most of the race. Yeah, you didn't really have a lot of wrecks or like big. Most of the wrecks came in like that final like ten laps of the race. Yep. When when like even the announcers were saying, all right, at this point in the race, it's everybody for themselves. 100%. You're not going to see like the team loyalties of all right. Let's try and stick together and the manufacturers trying to stick together to have when that pack racing. Yeah, I I totally agree. And it was, man, it was good racing. I was happy for it. I'm here for it. NASCAR's back. Let's do it. Um, I'm so excited. It, it was fun right. to watch. Um, so the, going the, into Fontana, Mike, yep. this is the final race on its current two-mile, or is it a mile-and-a-half configuration? I think it's a mile-and-a-half. Okay, mile-and-a-half configuration as they're going to – as there will not be a race at the Auto Club in 24 – since the track is going to be reconfigured. So, Mike, who is your pick 
to win and maybe any advice for setting your fantasy lineup that you may or that you may want to share. You know what? Kyle Larson, he loves this track. I pick Kyle Larson. I, I just do. All right. I'm going with Kyle. But I know my wife's not going to like me rooting for a Kyle Bush finish higher than Kyle Larson, but I'm going to go Kyle Bush. He's just, He's just really, really good at this track. He really is. Two really, wins. Really is. He's he's won at this track four times. He's in double digits and top ten finishes and top five finishes at this track. So I played a win, not necessarily. <laughs> I'm playing the win this year. I, I want to build up that big lead like I had in years past. Yep. So I got to keep. I want to keep the streak going. So I'm going to go with the guy. That has a great track history. Great history at this track. I don't blame you at all. That's a that's a good pick there. Um, in fact, I'm, I think I, I have him in my starting lineup for the. Uh... And so do I. I'm I'm using Larson on this track. That, that was between Larson and Bush. One of those Kyles was going to be my pick to win this yeah, week. Yeah, I I like it. Um, so I yeah I'm I'm totally gonna put. Kyle Bush in my uh, in my starting lineup. He he just he's he's coming back this year, trying to prove that that he still has what it takes, and I genuinely think he does. So, um, by the All way, right, I so totally missed I totally missed a an opportunity last week. Mm-hmm. I could have picked Jimmy Johnson. You could have picked Jimmy Johnson in the race. And you know what? Surprisingly, he did really well in that race. He was in it's the top surprising. 10 for a big chunk of that race. He knows what he's doing. Before he got – yeah. And how about Travis Pastrana? I, oh, he didn't man. wreck, and he was in – he finished in the top 10. He did. Uh, he Travis, survived. Travis Pastrana is a shock to me, and I – it's – man. Okay. Um, I – Travis Pastrana is, and, and this, I don't know if this is going to mean anything to you. I doubt it will. But tra- Travis Pastrana doing as well as he did is paving the way for Cletus McFarland to make it into NASCAR. And who's Cletus McFarland? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. Cletus McFarland <laughs> is a, so he, he legitimately was a law student uh, okay. who quit law school. In his words, to be a professional redneck, uh, he his main sport that he was known for for the longest time was just drag racing. He's a YouTube sensation. Um, he <coughs> he uh, he lives in Tampa, Florida, uh, or Bradington, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does all of his stuff out there. Uh, he bought a race. He bought a circle track, uh, DeSoto Raceway, uh, that he calls the Freedom Factory. He is, I, I mean, what he does is he builds really fast cars, uh, plays with toys that any grown thirty-something, twenty-something, forty-something would love to, and then just does random stuff. Uh, he's just a YouTuber. Is really what he is. But he's gotten behind the wheel of some cars and, and legitimately, like, big-named races uh, and proven that he deserves to be that anything that has wheels or anything that he you could drive. Because he actually went through and did jet boat racing for a while and hmm. has won competitions in jet boat racing. Like... Never done it before. Watched it. Was like, that'd be fun. A fan found out that he wanted to try jet boat racing. Got invited. Got allowed to earn his license for it. And then won a match. Won an event. Uh, He did. Wow. uh, Do you remember Robbie Gordon? Or at least the name Robbie Gordon? Sounds familiar. He was a NASCAR driver. He was uh, an IndyCar driver. Now he does... Uh, stadium trucks and they're the ones that you see do those big jumps and they drive and you they're cockeyed on one on three wheels and they 
in the turns and stuff. And he went and did that and led. And if it wasn't for somebody's accidentally spinning him out and flipping him, he probably Mm -hmm. could have won that race. His first time out in a stadium truck car. Like, the guy, you put him in a car. He he does, uh, he hosts Crown Vic races uh, and... Uh, does all this stuff, and it's just – it's ridiculous. He's over the top, but legitimately, Travis Pastrana doing as well as he did is paving the way for Cletus McFarlane to be on NASCAR. I will – I'm going to clip that and share it to uh, a bunch of places, but yeah. Gotcha. Okay, real quick. All right, so you can catch – go ahead, Mike. Yep, let people know where they can find the uh, – the. Pella, Pella Casino 400 at Auto Club in Fontana. Where are they going to be? When All right. Uh, that'll be on your local Fox station if you want to watch it live. And you can catch that. I believe it's a 2.30 start time in the central time zone. Okay. Um, Rich, anything else? I do not. So that has been the NASCAR Corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Moline, Illinois, down on 5th Avenue, or you can also find them on the eBay. Okay. So, Mike, another bit of news that winter is finally over. We get our first Cubs spring training game, yep. 205. I don't know if it's going to be on uh, Marquee Sports Network or, or on the radio. but should be. They're going to be on the first, they're going to be on the first game, and – Although I'm sure they're not going to play too many innings, you could get a first look at what the Cubs' opening day lineup could look like because David Ross has come out and said all he's going to play, he's he's going to start his projected starting lineup right out of the gate. Yep. So you're going to see Hap, Bellinger, and Suzuki <laughs> out in the outfield. With uh, going around the infield, be Wisdom, Swanson, Horner, Hosmer, and Yang Bohms behind the plate. Is it just me, or does that seem like a really good team on paper? It could be. Like it could be. Like I'm looking at this team, and and we're we're getting weeks ahead of ourselves. By the way, exactly. Uh, we're we're gonna be. We'll, we'll kind of talk about how we're gonna cover baseball as we uh. As this entire month, they'll be in spring training yep. and kind of ramping up to opening day on uh, the 31st of March. But but this team, the names alone get you excited. Like we might actually be able to do something decent the next few, if the next this next year. So, okay, um, so this week, look for spring spring training games on the Marquee Network. Uh, also. Uh, March 3rd, which is next week, or 2nd, if we have to do a Saturday f- show yeah. randomly, or a Friday show. We'll, our next show uh, is going to be uh, what you and I think the Cubs should look like this year and what our hopes are. Uh, March 10th, we're going to do the Cubs over-under and what we... A, our guess on the over-under. Do you want to do a guess on the over-under? We'll put it in the show outline before yeah. we either one of us looks at it, and then we'll put... Then we'll say what the projected over-under is. And then we'll say whether we would take the over-under. Okay. Then 17 yep, and the 24th, what yep. are we doing? 17th, the, we're going to look at, we're going to give you our predictions for the division winners and the wild cards. So basically, who's going to make the playoffs? Yep. And the 24th, which will be our last show before the regular season starts. We're going to give you our American League and National League championship championship team predictions and a World Series prediction. That is one month, Rich. We are one we month away. Are month. you ready for baseball? I mean, I'm watching I am. baseball I tomorrow. I really am. I mean, I've, I've, to be honest with you, Mike, I've been watching some baseball. Not baseball in the traditional sense, but baseball. Oh, okay. As, as the past two nights this week, uh, my wife and I tuned in to YouTube and watched some uh, Savannah Bananas baseball. I showed my wife from what start is, to finish. I showed my wife what is banana ball, and she actually is like, "Huh, that could be interesting." So, 
Okay, yeah. spoiler so, alert. So far, yeah, so far it looks like you can watch all of their games on YouTube TV, on YouTube, on their YouTube channel. It's a live broadcast, and it's only two hours. So hey. you know you can easily plan your night to know, all right, two hours, this game's going to be over. Yep. Okay, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. We are going to talk about The Masked Singer. We're going to give spoilers even for me. That's right. Okay, that's enough. Now, Rich, give us the spoilers. All right, Mike. So we had three competitors. You had Medusa returning from week one. You had the Rock Lobster and the Snow Owl, the the Night Owl. The Night Owl was buyer. So the Rock Lobster performed the ABBA song. Oh, crap. I don't. Sorry, I don't remember the. T- don't remember what song uh, they performed, uh, but it was. It wasn't Dancing Howie. Queen, and it wasn't. Uh, that's the only one I know. No, it wasn't Dancing Queen. Oh, Mamma Mia! Um, Mamma Mia! Mamma Mia! It wasn't Mamma Mia or Dancing Queen. Okay. Um, but it was Howie Mandel. Wow. Howie Mandel okay. was the okay. was the rock lobster. And Mike, when you watch it, when you watch it, hopefully in the next couple of days, you'll know why he didn't move on. Oh, Very I'm... early in his yeah. performance, you'll know why he didn't move on. He didn't and say any foul language, he... did he? No, he didn't use foul uh-huh. language. The other guests, uh, you, uh, but the other guests that they, the other guesses that they made for that, for that uh, character, are, are, you could easily see. Yeah, it could have easily been them too. Okay. Um, Don't tell and me those. The, I, I won't. The Night Owl was 80s pop icon or uh, Debbie Gibson. Yeah, I don't care Debbie about Debbie Gibson. 80s. I don't even know who that is. All right. And um, she sang Fernando. Oh, I forgot. The that. Okay. Fernando. I don't know how that one goes. So, I don't really care because I don't like ABBA. I don't like 80s music, and I don't like ABBA, so... <laughs> so, I don't know. So, I mean, it, it was a fun episode. It was it, it was, uh, it was great to watch. I thought they had good performers. And much like the Stallion, uh, which was Sarah Evans yeah. from last week, Debbie Gibson was also... It was revealed that she was a late addition to that night's episode as the as she got notified by her agent with one day's notice that there was a chance that somebody was sick and had the drop off from the show with one day's notice. She flew from New York to LA to kind of do some rehearsing with the on stage with the backup dancers. And she, it was really close on who, who could have moved on that night. One day's notice. She pulled it off a, two really good performances on on the night so did we get dancing queen and mama mia um uh, yes yeah 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 i okay. believe uh, mama mia was the opening song being sung by uh nicole and jenny or they lip sync to that song as the cat as the panelists were walking out and uh i believe uh, dancing queen was sung by medusa Okay. If I remember correctly. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, I'm so looking forward like to watching it. So if you like the Mass Singer as much as we do, if you like the Mass Singer as much as we do, you can catch it live on Fox seven o'clock on Wednesdays, or if you're sometimes like my wife and I, and especially you, Mike, you can always watch it, record it, but also uh, catch it on Hulu the next day. Yep. Rich, do you have any shout-outs for the week? No, I do not. Okay. I don't either. Um, I do. Um, do I do the. I'm going to do one shout out this week. Okay. And I have two shout outs next week. I don't know how I want to do this, but uh, my little brother's birthday either. is the 27th. Okay. So happy birthday, Jonathan. Uh, you won't be watching, but that's okay. I still love you. And. Uh, I uh, I hope you enjoyed the I, I hope if you did catch the show, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, happy birthday to you, and uh, yeah, 
And then uh, I have two more birthdays next week, but we'll talk about them. Because one of them, it gotcha. doesn't happen next week, but it's, it's the closest thing. Gotcha. All right, Mike. Um, with the live video feed, did we have any comments or reactions to we share did not. as a shout-out? We did not. All right. If you would like to get a shout-out at the end of our episodes and you're watching the live video, you're already watching it, hit the like button. Hit any of the reaction buttons, even if we get the angry face. We'll still give you a shout-out. We'll still give you a shout-out. And if your comment is appropriate, we'll read it at the end of the show. Yep. Or if we catch it in time, in live, as the, as you, as we're talking, we'll make sure that you, you could have a chance to even join in our conversation if we catch it in time. Now, if you are watching the show but you want to take us on the road with you, check us out wherever you find your podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, and mm -hmm. Google Podcasts. Rich, if they are listening to the show but they don't want to watch us on Facebook, how else can they find us? You know, look us up on YouTube. Yep. So, um, as Mike usually puts those episodes up about the same time that the podcast episode goes live. And uh, like we said earlier in the show, if, uh, if you're okay with Facebook and you want to be notified when our live videos go go on the air, per se, or you want to know when we when we post our poll questions, make sure to look look up uh, Balls and Sticks or fans of Balls and Sticks over on the Facebook. So right, that, that pretty much wraps up the show. So what do we got to do next? Roll that outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. 